Okay, we're back, man. Very exciting, wonderful news. 33 years in prison coming up for all the Oath Keepers and the Pride Boys. Trump's militias. So, um, as you know, leading an insurrection. Uh, everybody, drop what you're doing right now. Make a phone call. 202-514-2000. Demand Justice Department. Immediately disqualifies them all, removes them, charges them, and also abolish the Electoral College. We're fucked. We've already had two or three, I think there's three elections stolen so far by the Electoral College. The, uh, um, Gore versus Bush, and then Trump versus Hillary. Hillary won by three million fucking votes. In fact, I'm going to, uh, going to, um, tweet that. Let's nip this shit in the bud. No more... No mas. No mas. Bitches. <laughs> Better abolished electoral college before before 2024 elections reminder colon several of our several elections Several elections already stolen. By the Electoral College before. Gore v. Bush. Um, there's another one too. There's a third. What's the third? Pop quiz, what's the third? Pop quiz. Young Dems, Young Dems, third, what's the third, pop quiz for the Young Dems, better abolish electoral college, better abolish the electoral college, before, before 2024 elections, reminder, several elections stolen from us before. E.G. Gorby Bush. Remember when Hillary won 
popular vote, the popular vote over Trump by three million votes. Pop quiz for young Dems. Trying to engage. What was the third? Can you think of third of third example? Pop quiz. Huh. My little picture of Faith. Looks like an owl. Rides. The last fashion of scoundrels. Thoughts and prayers, bitches. <laughs> Mar Lardo. Okay. Just wanted to let you on with some extremely wonderful news. That old diaper Donald is panicked in many public appearances. Ah, we need to boo and laugh him off the national stage. Kudos, thanks to that person who said. We can't put two words together. And I'd like to chastise the Department of Justice since nobody else seems to be doing it. Hi, I'm Christopher Press, by the way. I'm the only presidential candidate calling for the mass expulsion of and disqualification of 160 plus GOP traitors and the Congress who should not be there in the first place. They shouldn't have been sworn in. But in that, the Congress just rolled over and played dead as usual. But so did the American public. At any moment, you can make some free phone calls to save your own democracy. The number one concern for Americans is our democracy. According to polls, number one concern, our democracy. So why don't you do like JFK said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. The last witch hunter. Okay. Sixty-four percent of Americans will not vote for Trump. Nah. Sweaty, scared, falling apart. Okay. No must stolen elections. Okay, before I tag him, I'm going to share Facebook. Ah, oh, man. Darn. Oops, I should have tagged. Christopher Price, please go ahead and uh, follow me on... Follow me across social media, Christopher Price. Okay, let's see Citizens for Ethics. Okay. Dems, Justice Dems. Midas Touch. Popoc. Occupied Democrats. Elizabeth Warren. DNC War Room. Uh, Midas Touch Network. 
bitches. No lie with Brian Talico and Lincoln Project. Okay, that's ten person limits. All right, there we go. All right, a flood. Oh, one day ago, a flash flood watch for Western Pima County. Turn off the nation as well as parts of Santa Cruz County is in effect through Sunday evening. What is today? Monday. Oh no. Is that until next Sunday? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> That's a good little meme right there. What the hell? Modest touch, everything we touch turns skull. Trumpy's got the reverse modest touch. Everything he touched turns to shit. It's funny that uh, his dad apparently said publicly that he seemed to have a Midas, that his son, who he uh, propped up millions of dollars. Motherfucker had a billion dollars when he died. And uh, Trumpy got the lion's share, of course. It's a favorite son, you know, equally sociopathic and criminal. And a fucking racist. Hello, Fred Trump was in the was a uh, fucking Nazi. He was a Nazi, and um, he was arrested for rioting against New York police department. Police, the popos, in 1927. His name and address were published in the New York Times. Yeah, fuck you, New York Times. Not. Having a story about that, I pitched a story to the New York Times. Let me do it with David K. Johnston, Pulitzer Prize winning, and it can be some kind of uh, winner, and it can be uh, some kind of apology for not covering this when we were voting for president. 2016. Perjury Trader Green. These are other Midas Touch headlines. Perjury Trader Green did not get the welcome she thought she would at the Iowa Fair. <laughs> yeah, what a fucking cunt. Let's uh, steal from Trump. That's how he says it. Traitors. Trusted for press, Trump for prison. Said, yeah, what a fucking cunt. Perjury trader green, green is. She and the rest of the GOP traders should have been locked up 2.5 years ago. And everybody do your patriotic duty and make a free fucking phone call. Get off your couch, America. 202. 
514-2000, Christopher Perez, Trump for prison. USA, USA, be a cheerleader for democracy. I'm your cheerleader for democracy. Yeah, when I was a, when I was a wee lass. Oh my gosh. Look how cute. Oh, I got a friend. Iowa State Fair attendee photobombs middle finger at perjury trader green. <laughs> After all the excitement of the MAGA rights surrounding Trump's arrival at the Iowa State for potential VP candidate, Perjury Trader Green took a trip herself. My friend Brian Glenn posted photos to his Instagram stories of the trip. One photo showed a woman at the fair photobombing Mar Mar Perjury Trader Green with the middle finger. Nah. <laughs> Nah, what a burn. Fucking cunt. She's the, she's the bomber. It's clearly her on the surveillance camera. You must have seen it. The picture of her on surveillance carrying a bag. That's, she's the suspect. Why wasn't she investigated? Go right now, find, you know, Google, Google, uh, Google that. Person, the same, same build, same stance, same shoes, same, um, uh, way of holding things in her head. Uh, wearing a hoodie. Caught on camera entering the Capitol. And uh, that is the suspect for the person who planted pipe bombs at Congress. Why wasn't she fucking ever investigated for that? Maybe I should tweet about that, too. First, I'm going to change my Facebook thing so I can do it. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to post anything but cute stuff on Reiki Southwest Gardens Nursery and Hatchery, so... Got me some cute ass birds. Anybody in the continental USA want a gorgeous, adorable mini chicken? Having a great deal right now. They're uh, 100s. For uh, I'm gonna be posting, doing a little spotlight every day. Like whichever one kind of ambles into my room. It must be ready for a, a new loving owner. I can't, unfortunately, I can't love on them all myself. But, but, I am willing to part with them for a very good price, especially getting started. I have a small little crop of mini chickens. They're a cross between several species for their smallness of size and for their beautiful colors and tameness. Make perfect pets, very easy to take care of. Um, just need a little water. And they're, they're so small. Even with the crop, it's just like a speck of dust. Just pick it up with the rest of the, you know. You know, if you if you want them, you know, if you put them, uh, you know, let them roam around. I let them roam around a little bit every day, at least once in the house. But you know, like a you know, try to keep the herds to a minimum. So. Yeah, they, they get to uh, they get to walk around and but they um and they 
right now they're back in their uh, most of them are back in the cage, uh, the cages. They had breakfast and then a brunch snack. Um, they get uh, very, very, very sweet, loving friends. Beautiful to look at. Cute, adorable fucking crawl on a rooster. If you have positive, if you grew up around chickens or whatever, it's very, uh, it's very wonderful to be woken up. That's why, that's why I have an abuelita, a bandmate, and his mom. Uh, she's a hundred, she's gonna be a hundred and one pretty soon. It's awesome. And, um, part of it is being around in a pleasant environment. Chickens. Carlos Yang Yang. Who's that? Oops, I forgot to mention that. Um, rides. Rides, rides, rides. Dark modes? What is dark mode? Okay, so, I had most friends on Trista Dijen of, uh, on Facebook. Okay. And so let's go back to this awesome news. Okay. Cult Behavior 101 Trump threatening judges is part of coordinated cult behavior. Nine minutes ago. Racketeering. It's all part of the racketeering effect. Try National Debt Relief as seen on the Wall Street Journal podcast. No ads, man. Drowning. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas day. Touch Network, and I am joined by Steve Hassan, author of The Cult of Trump. Steve Hassan, PhD, is an expert deprogramming. That's what he studied in connection with his PhD. He goes around, gives lectures on cult deprogramming. He himself cool. uh, has a history inextricably linked to cult deprogramming. He was in a cult many, many, many years ago, got out of it, and based on that journey, became a PhD, and now teaches people about cult behavior, how to get out of cults, and how to identify cult behavior, among other things. So I want to have a continuing series here on the Midas Touch Network, on our YouTube channel, where we identify, we talk about the cult behavior taking place in MAGA, within the Republican Party, which frankly looks a lot more like a cult today than a functional political party. And the first topic I really want to discuss, Steve, is these threats that Donald Trump is making in connection with all of these cases. We see this witness intimidation over and over again. We see Donald Trump spreading these messages on his uh, social media. And the messages, as they did in January 6th, are reaching the intended audience, a radicalized group of people who I believe recognize this. And we're seeing, for example, you know, just the other day, um, someone was arrested for threatening the life of Judge Chutkin, the federal judge in Washington, D.C. A month ago, we reported how somebody showed up with weapons in front of Barack Obama's home in Washington, D.C. These stories are happening with a great degree of frequency. Um, in Utah, somebody was, you know, the, the FBI yeah. um, uh, had, had to intervene. The person was shot killed and killed after threatening the lives of FBI officials. So what's going on here? And should we be viewing this, Dr. Hassan, through the prism of cult behavior? Yes, uh, very briefly. So then basically I was recruited into the Mooney's cult. In 1974, they tried, but they couldn't the get me. Patty Hearst was abducted by the Symbionese Liberation Army, I might add. I don't think. And became radicalized to become a right-wing fascist who believed that democracy was satanic, that we had to infiltrate the government. I actually was sent to fast for three days for Richard Nixon, who I hated before <laughs> the Mooney's cult indoctrination. <laughs> And there I am saying, God wants Nixon to be president, despite Watergate. 
And what? now we're literally oh 50 years later, the same right-wing, extremist, religious, Christian-esque people uh, have infiltrated politics and are using their followers. So to answer your question briefly, I think I have an influence continuum. In fact, my podcast is that name, and it's on the Midas Touch Network. Thank you so much, uh, my Silas brothers. Um, and so if you think about inf influence on a continuum, there's ethical influence and healthy groups, and all the way over to the destructive end of authoritarianism. And I define this authoritarian mind control, cultism, as controlling people's behavior, information, thoughts, and emotions to create a new identity that's dependent and obedient on the leadership and the ideology. So speaking as a mental health professional, I'm a licensed mental health counselor, what we have is a dissociative disorder. And like I went from Steve Hassan, the nice middle-class Jewish boy, to a right-wing fascist who thought the Holocaust was justified, when I had my near fatal van crash and was deprogrammed and understand that we were doing Chinese communist brainwashing techniques were used on me and I was doing it on other people. That changed my entire direction of my life. And so using that as a prism, when I was asked to write the cult of Trump, I knew Trump was a malignant narcissist, which is the stereotypical profile of all destructive cult leaders. What I didn't know until I got into researching the book was that the cult of Trump was comprised by authoritarian cults who were telling their followers largely that God is using Donald Trump and that Biden and the Democrats are all satanic and even trafficking babies and children, etc. So that's a short answer to your question, but I'm happy to keep going. The cult behavior, in many ways, is also used, I think, to distract from the fact that on policy, people are doing things against their own interest, a lot of the times in the MAGA Republican side. If you put a lot of issues before the American people as a yes or no referendum, what do we feel about responsible gun ownership. We think there should be a responsible gun ownership. I think overwhelmingly people say yes. You talk about climate change. Should we be reflective of making sure that uh, we address climate change in a responsible way? Overwhelmingly yes. Do we think women should have the right to control their bodies or do we want the government to make these arbitrary and destructive and dangerous decisions uh, for them? I think overwhelmingly people say yes, women should be able to control their own bodies jobs. Should we improve people's working conditions or should we make people have more terrible working conditions so that billionaires can have a third or fourth or a fifth private jet? What do you think? People say, yes, we want to have better working conditions. So the cult prism, the influence continuum, right, Dr. Hassan, is to influence people to go against their own interests in furtherance of the cult leader and the cult ideology so you're not even thinking wow this actually is harming me right so again i there was steve hassan from flushing queens grew up 1.3 miles from donald trump by the way in my childhood uh and then this cult identity took over so he believed the Holocaust was necessary because the Jews didn't, you know, uh, accept Jesus. But Steve was educated as a Jew about the Holocaust. And, and, uh, but there was a disconnect. Why? Because my cult, think, Ben, think about malware infecting your computer and taking over your operating system. That's what we're dealing with. Mind hacks. Where information that's critical against the leader, the doctrine, or the policy is rejected, thought stopping is used, so that, and loaded language is used, fake news, you know, or the, the Dems are satanic, so that a, somebody in this mindset 
can't go back in time and go, actually, what are my values and what do I want? Would I actually enter into a business relationship with a pathological liar for my business? No. But they're not connecting the dots because their mind was hacked. And I'll add that fear, or what I call indoctrinated phobias, are a major technique that's installed in these people's minds so that it subverts our critical thinking faculties. We're reactive. So people don't like everything about Trump, but they're fearful of Satan invading the planet and taking over. Therefore, it's, it's, it's this devil fear that is subverting their critical faculties and ability to make good judgments. You know, on a future edition, I really want to get into, uh, we'll talk about it in another video, the links between cult behavior, cults, including the one that you got out of, the Moonies, and actual Republican politics. People don't know this, but, I mean, some people know this, but not a lot of people know that. For example, the Moonies is, has ownership over perhaps the most influential Republican newspaper, one of them, the Washington Times, and there are direct links there. We'll do a whole other video where we cover that, but I want to get to the final point here before we have to go, which is the threats, though, and how these threats by Trump directed at the judges, the prosecutors, whoever the person is of the day, how does that reinforce cult behavior when a cult leader directs it at a common enemy? Does that reinforce the uh, within the influence continuum? Unfortunately, the... yes. And as we saw in January 6th, and what we're hearing now is this, we need to be violent for God. We need to take our country back from the evil people. And so he's, the rhetoric is there of violence, very typical. Like I ended the Cult of Trump book saying, if Trump doesn't win the 2020 election, let's assume there'll be violence. And then I quoted Jim Jones. People forget Congressman Leo Ryan went to Guyana to rescue people who wanted to leave the compound. And what did Jim Jones do? He assassinated the congressman and had all of his, his uh, people take cyanide-laced flavor aid with threat of gunfire, and he took everyone with them. So my biggest fear is my former cult has two training compounds for AR-15s and a gun cult in Texas and uh, in Waco, Texas and in Tennessee, and my fear is that this radicalization is bringing us back to the brown shirts of Hitler. And we need to really understand that all of those millions of AR-15s that are everywhere have been stockpiled for civil war and by our enemies. Russia wants us to not be a United States. They want to split us as the Soviet Union fell apart and split. And, and Putin is trying to put it all back together again. Well, this series is going to be focused on how we combat mind control, how people who may have family members who are in this MAGA cult, how you speak to them, how you talk to them. We'll, we'll do even on future episodes kind of a role-playing to show right, how you have these conversations and um, I think these are important conversations to have. I think we're framing these issues appropriately. I look forward to doing more of this with you. Dr. Hassan, as he mentioned, he's got the podcast, The Influence Continuum, right here on the Midas Touch Network. He's the author of The Cult of Trump. We're going to be spending a lot more time together in the coming weeks and months in this continuing series. So thank you so much for your time. And everybody, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, and make sure you check out MidasTouch.com for all the latest breaking news. Have a great day. And thanks for all your good work. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at MidasTouch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.
even if it's not sensors, it's A-O-K. K. Watch Morning Show highlights. fucking committed or uh, yeah committed uh, and or convicted nah I've been my zealot with each one of these indictments you saw that in this poll also historically the big board with the latest Steve what do you got yeah this is an exciting new adventure for NBC we partnered with the Des Moines Register the Des Moines Register does its polling with Ann Salzer this is the absolute gold standard poll of the first in the nation caucus state. So we've seen all of these numbers about national polling in this Republican race. But as you say, it all starts in Iowa. And the theory of every candidate who's trying to beat Donald Trump is that they can win Iowa, get traction in Iowa, and take that slingshot to the next wave of primaries and nominations. So the Iowa polling, we have been missing all summer high-quality Iowa polling. Well, right now, we've got the gold standard to unveil to you. This, again, from Anselms, are part of our partnership, a new one with the Des Moines Register. These are the numbers here. This is the bottom line in terms of asking likely caucus goers who they would support right now. Trump is well ahead, more than 2 to 1, 42%. Ron DeSantis, the only challenger in double digits. He's at 19%. Tim Scott, just under 10%. You see Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Chris Christie, Go all the way down to Will Hurt at 1%. So Trump with that sizable lead here in Iowa. Looking inside the numbers a little bit, 
evangelical voters in particular. In 2016, remember, Donald Trump did not win evangelical voters in the Iowa caucuses in 2016. He didn't win the Iowa caucuses, in fact, in 2016. Ted Cruz did. But among evangelicals now in this poll, Trump is at 47%, nearly 50% of evangelicals backing Donald Trump, two-thirds, roughly, of all Iowa caucus goers in 2016 identified as evangelicals. This is a huge voting block in the Iowa caucuses. There's Trump at 47%. And by the way, there's Mike Pence, who has built his political career in large part on ties to evangelical Christians. He's at 6% with evangelicals. And his unfavorable rating, 51% with evangelical voters in Iowa. That's Pence, who obviously has taken his share of heat from Donald Trump over his actions on January 6th. Asking Iowa Republicans here, has Trump committed serious crimes? Only 26% believe so. 65% nearly two-thirds say he's not committed serious crimes. Very interesting tidbit. This poll was conducted sort of between the news coming out of Georgia last week of the latest Trump indictment. The portion of the poll that was conducted before that news broke had Donald Trump leading in Iowa over Ron DeSantis by 18 points. The portion of the poll that was conducted after the news of the latest indictment broke had Donald Trump's lead swelling to 25 points. So again, you do see that rally around Trump effect that seems to take hold with each one of these indictments. You saw that in this poll. Also, historically here, Trump leading by 23 points. The Moy Register poll is one that has a rich history going all the way back to the 1980s. These are Republicans at this point. These are Republican races at this point in the cycle. Who's had a lead comparable to Donald Trump's 23 points? Well, George W. Bush, back in the 2000 cycle, he led by 27 at this point. He ended up winning by 11. Bob Dole, they called him the president of Iowa for a while. In 96, he was up 46 points at this point. He won in 96, but only by three points in the caucuses. So there's an example where a big lead shrank dramatically. Uh, and then you do have some examples here of candidates who led at this point and ended up losing. Their leads weren't as big as Trump uh, is right now. But if somebody is going to make a move and catch Trump in Iowa, who might that be? One way of looking at it is this. Ask about the favorable, unfavorable ratings of these different candidates. And I think a couple things are notable. DeSantis may be 23 points behind Trump, but DeSantis actually has the best margin here on favorable, unfavorable. 66% of Republicans in Iowa have a favorable view of DeSantis, 29 unfavorable. Trump's number is very strong. It's stronger than it was for Trump in 16, but DeSantis is a touch higher. Tim Scott, extremely popular, too. Nikki Haley, popular as well. Notably, Chris Christie, who's going the hardest after Donald Trump, extremely negative. Mike Pence, 42-53 negative. So right now, if you're looking at somebody who might be able to make a run at Trump in Iowa, maybe, you know, it's most likely a DeSantis, it could be Scott, maybe a Nikki Haley. When we ask voters, in fact, to their second choices, it's spread out. DeSantis gets the highest second choice total, but Tim Scott's right there with 15% as well. Vivek Ramaswamy, by the way, at 12%. So the, the problem for DeSantis, not only is he 23 points behind, he's very well liked still by Republicans in Iowa. But right now, it's not as if he is the default second choice of all of those voters in Iowa. And one other interesting number I think we can show you here, we just asked voters in Iowa, what's most important to you going with a candidate who's closest to your views or electability, a candidate who can beat Biden. And you see about two-thirds said closest to their views on the issues. Interesting split here. The one saying closest to their views on the issues, Trump with a massive lead there of 30 points. Those looking at electability, Trump leads... But DeSantis is within 10, Scott's in double digits. So the more the Iowa Republican uh, voters focus on that question uh, of electability, that's where Trump starts to uh, get into a closer contest here with his opponent. So, yes, overall, a very big lead for Donald Trump in Iowa, one that historically has portended uh, uh, good things for candidates in that position. But you do see rivals here in Iowa, notably DeSantis, notably Scott, to some degree Haley, who are still very well known and very well liked by Republicans. And we have more than half Republicans in this poll saying their minds not made up yet.
That is fascinating. Of course, you look at that 96 drop by Bob Dole. I mean, wow, that was a, a precipitous drop. Also, Mitt Romney coming back um, from behind, a good bit from behind. Um, so, uh, Steve Kenny K has, has a question for you. But, Kenny, I just have to say, look at those numbers. He gets indicted uh, with 19 co-conspirators and this week of charges. Uh, he's on tape uh, lying about, uh, you know, trying to, to rig the election. And you've got the Republican leaders of Georgia, the Republican leaders of Georgia, not left-wingers, the Republican leaders of Georgia telling voters he's a liar, uh, saying, no, the election wasn't rigged. They win in the Republican primary there in a landslide. But what happens in this poll? Again, facts don't matter. Again, we don't know what the definition, exact definition of the cult is. And that's for people other than us to determine whether this is, in fact, a cult. But my gosh, certainly... Uh, certainly it is bizarre that facts just don't matter, that actually his numbers go up after he's indicted in a multi-count criminal indictment to steal an election. Um, yeah, it's a feature of kind of populism, and it has been for the last decade or so, but it's grown more so, that we are in an era of purist politics, uh, not pragmatic politics. And I thought it was so interesting, that question about, do you want somebody who shares your views? Is that more important to you? Or... Are you going to vote pragmatically and try and vote for somebody who actually could be elected and beat Joe Biden? And a two-thirds majority say, no, what matters to me is the purism of, of Donald Trump's, what, he, what he's offering, the kind of the, the populism. I think, you know, that's, that's where the Iowa voters are at the moment. I, I love the history, uh, Steve. Are we going to be 96 and see a kind of Bob Dole-style lead? No, fucking weird. Or is this going to be more like 2000? and see George W. Bush maintaining his lead better. I mean, that's super interesting. And I don't know, does the polling throw in all of those Democrats who might be sitting home on Iowa caucus night thinking, actually, you know what, I'm kind of bored. I miss the civic tradition of going to the caucuses. I'm going to go along and muddy the waters and vote for some Republican that I like. I, have we seen any indication of whether that might happen and how many Democrats might turn out and vote, vote in the Republican caucuses? Well, we, the one thing that we did look at, and I don't have the graph to show you here, but independence, we did ask about independence potentially uh, deciding to participate in the uh, in the caucuses, and that's actually where both Trump and DeSantis did the worst. It's just a very small share of the overall pie there. But yeah, when you start broadening it out to independence, um, that, again, it gets to the, 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 you find it more likely for voters to say they have concerns about Trump and electability, Trump and committing crimes, those those sorts of things. So, and again, it's interesting, too, you saw that briefly in the polling coming out of November midterm. It seems like ancient August history 21st. now. But there was all sorts of polling, some national, some state level in December of last year, January, February this year, where Trump's lead... It, again, national, state level was not that massive. It's actually grown since February or March of this year, really since those indictments began. Remember, the first indictment came in New York City in Manhattan. That was the first of this wave. And if you had a trend line here, I could show you, but Trump's lead has just grown since that first indictment. So it was almost like there was a rally around Trump effect that was kind of kicked mm -hmm. in there. And yet, just when you look convicted. at this historically, I mean, no, I remember no. that 96 one, it was actually Pat Buchanan who or came in second place there, just three points mm -hmm. behind Bob Dole. Uh, and then Buchanan went out and won New Hampshire a week later. Again, that's the theory of any of these candidates running against Trump. It's that Iowa's the kind of state where retail politics still works, where you could spend months doing events with 50, 100, 200 people. You can build support that way, and if you can win Iowa, you can roll it into the subsequent states. I think the question here, again, is you look at how well-liked DeSantis is, how well-liked Scott is, to some degree how well-liked Haley is. Can one of them consolidate support? in the next few months, and that might get to what's at stake in this debate coming up this week. Can one of them consolidate support, move up within striking distance of Trump in Iowa, and really try to make it effectively a two-person race there? Because if that's the case, you can start to see in these numbers a scenario where it could get interesting. Now, we're following new polling that shows Donald Trump's hold over the Republican base is as strong as ever. In the latest CBS News YouGov survey, the former president has 62% of support from likely GOP primary voters, 46% 
clear of his closest challenger. And among those likely Trump voters, the poll shows they trust the former president even more than their own loved ones. Let's put a framer on that. They trust the former president more than they trust their own loved ones. 71% say they feel what Trump tells them is the truth. Ahead of friends and family at 63%. Conservative media figures at 56%. Uh, that's and sad. a religious leader at 42%. No, you Oh my god. This can't be this everything. Fuck. This can't be this everything after looking. It keeps off mosquitoes. Has a comfortable mm. fabric that feels like you're lying on the ground. And won't roll over, no matter how it's positioned, making it a safe choice for beginners. The fabric mm. is strong and breathable, easily accommodating two people. When folded up, it's only this big, and it comes in a variety of colors, making it a great choice for everyone. Don't miss out on Timo's low price challenge. Click this video and get yours for only two dollars and four cents. That's fucking insane. Wow, pretty good deal. I noticed Timo's been having a lot of stuff. I just saw this lady with a cute dress on, and um, she said she got it from Timo. I like a southwestern. Now won't let me leave this fucking ad. Oh jeez. What the hell? What the hell happened? Ugh. Trump to turn himself into Georgia authorities. Here's how DA Fonnie Willis can give Trump. Um, I have to give somebody some breakfast, so I made some uh, Mexican foods with uh, avocado and lettuce and uh, lime squeezed on top. Bye!